It is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. Well, there's still quite a bit going on here in the area and, of course, elsewhere a little bit around uh, around the area as well. Uh, the Illinois Symphony Orchestra, of course, always uh, puts on great concerts, does great things, and they have a concert this weekend called Resounding and Romantic. And joining me is Rachel Pinto. We also have Micah McLaurin and Ken Lamb all joining me. How are you guys? Good, thank you. Thank you guys for for being with me. So the concert, uh, Resounding and Romantic. Um, So if if somebody just wants to start off, um, what is this uh, whole concert about? We have uh, Ken Ken is going to be uh, conducting and Micah will be uh, playing the piano. So what is this concert all about? Well, uh, Kevin, thanks for uh, having us uh, with you this morning. Um, It's a um the second masterworks uh, concert of the illinois symphony orchestra and this time we're featuring mostly russian music we have the shostakovich's ninth symphony and a piece that i think everybody loves the rachmaninoff second piano concerto and micah is our pianist for the uh concerto now before we go to micah and, and maybe ask him a little bit about the concerto we also have an opener which is a world premiere uh, by a composer an uh, illinois composer uh, roger zare and he he is a professor of composition at illinois state university and this uh, work was supposed we were supposed to play it last season but of course because of covid that that premiere has to be postponed. So we're very, very happy to be able to do it this weekend. Yeah, that's wonderful. That is going to be very, very exciting. That concert will be taking place tomorrow and on uh, Sunday. Uh, and so then, Micah, you're, uh, you were the pianist for this concert, um, playing um, these these concertos. How, how, how long have you been playing piano? Because I can kind of i can i can bang out some chords but i mean as far as like playing you know you know really really playing piano i've you know it's uh, at some point it's something i you know like to get you know work up to but how long have you been doing piano and um how, you know how um, i guess how I much think, have you been you know doing it in your life i mean i've been playing since i was eight and it's taken up my whole life since then so yeah forever in what it feels like but yeah very good, and then so this, um, and so then uh, tell us a little bit about these uh, these pieces that uh, you guys are doing, um, the um, the different uh, concertos um, and symphonies. Yeah, so the the Rachmaninoff, obviously, it's uh, it's one of the greatest uh, piano concertos uh, ever written. And Micah, you also have a relationship with this concerto, haven't you? This is not the first time you 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 played it, and so tell us about when when did you first got um, to know this concerto? Um, I first learned this concerto probably more than 10 years ago. And I performed it the first time in 2013 with the Charleston Symphony and Joanne Valletta. So this is actually my second time performing the piece. And I mean, after all these years, it still has its beauty and it's, I still got the chills in some of the beautiful melodies. Yeah, and, and how, what is what is it about, you know, I think for this concerto, for, for the audience, they obviously love the, the great Russian melodies and so on. For for a pianist, what do you look forward to most when you play this concerto? What What's the aspects of this concerto that, that you really enjoy? 
Um, we get we get to play a few melodies that are just sublime, and they're so satisfying to perform. They're very satisfying emotionally. Um, they move me personally, and I think they move the audience very deeply. And it's it's pretty universal in the way that they're so emotionally connected to people because the melodies have been used in many pop songs as well. Yeah, I, and I think I would say the same thing about the orchestra part as well. I mean, most of the time, of course, in a piano concerto, the pianist is the star, and, and he or she, you know, they they play all the all, all the technical stuff in the middle. But for Rachmaninoff, once every now and then, usually uh, towards the end of the concerto, uh, the, the Russian composers like Rachmaninoff and Tchaikovsky, they actually give the big tune to the orchestra, so we get to you know really play and sing as well and and so that's that's amazing now Micah I actually want to ask you obviously the pandemic has been really hard hit for us musicians and yeah. uh, you know in the Illinois Symphony you know we've been doing a little concerts online for our audience in the past year and a half musicians playing at home and we're zooming these concerts and 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 now you know we uh, because of, I guess thanks to the pandemic we now have these sort of zoom interviews yeah for, on, on StreamYard and, and, and so on. And so what is what is it what has it been for you and, and for your, all your pianist colleagues during the pandemic? Is it much different or is it kind of the same, but it's just, yeah. Well, during the pandemic, I mean, obviously all, all concerts were canceled. So I focused on media. I focused on social media, Instagram, TikTok. I made... Um, my first studio album of Chopin. So I, I was recording, I bought recording equipment to record myself at home. Um, yeah, I just, I took another direction with, with uh, media and filming and recording. Yeah, and it, it's was, actually, it was productive. It was, it was not, I don't feel I lost time in that period because it was productive. So That's Kevin, awesome. um, Mike What's is up? a very interesting uh, artist because yeah. I think with this um, technology and the social media, uh, Mike, you've also branched out to, I mean, you play Chopin and Rachmaninoff and so on, but you also uh, are dabbling in another genre. Tell us a little mm. bit about that. Well, I, I had... Um... I had the desire to create more because I felt like I was I was only playing other people's music. I was only playing the notes that were written on the page. And I wanted to be more personal and create more. And some of what I wanted to play was, was not even written. Like yeah. I played these transcriptions by Weisenberg of some French pop songs. And I, I remember wishing there was more music along those lines, but there wasn't. So I started to try to arrange songs myself. I took some jazz lessons. And so I'm doing more arrangements myself now. So I'm uh -huh. not just playing stricture classical, I'm also creating. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah and also uh, because of you know the media aspect of it, you also uh, have ventured not so for instance your your the image that you set is not always just wearing a a sort of what we call our, our sort of penguin suit uniform right mm -hmm. and and how did that come about that, i think i think that that was always a part of me but i wasn't able to fully express 
express it until recently because a lot of people told me not to dress the way I dress and the classical world is very traditional and they don't want people to be flamboyant or anything. So a lot of people told me not to do that. So I kind of toned it down. And then once I got out of school and conservatory and I, I started to realize that I could make my own rules. And that, so I, I decided to express myself more fully and, and celebrate um, music visually as well with costumes and fashion. And, and that must be interesting because obviously for the, ge the younger generation, you know, your generation and maybe even younger, media is such a multifaceted uh, thing. It's not just sound. It's always combined with image. It's, and, and what have you found? You've, have you found you know, people who follow you on social media? Are they, uh, because we, we always talk about the classical music audience being, oh, they're all older and 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 the same sort of people what have you, have you found the people following you on social are they different from that crowd or what what sort of people do you get and do you get a lot of interaction with these yeah uh, i got uh, i got a lot of interaction i got a lot of positive um positive comments from fans and i got many messages so people were really really appreciative of what i was doing and I had a live performance in New York in February where I played on a on a Steinway that had a floral print designed by Trisha Paolucci. Yeah, and and I guess you know Kevin. That's maybe for Rachel. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. What? Is, yeah, go on, my guy. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're about to say something. I was sort of sorry? you know tongue over it. Was a go ahead. What's up? Well, I forgot what I was. Yeah, that's okay. Saying. You know, I was I was just saying, you know, like with, with uh, I guess with Rachel and and maybe Kevin, you you know this, you know, like for classical music to keep going, I think it's really important that we, you, you know, we also move with the times, and I think Mike is doing that. You know, Mike is appealing, you know, to a different uh, maybe a, I mean different audience, but you know, he still plays Chopin, he'll still play the Rachmaninoff. But now it's it's another there's another element to it. So mm -hmm. this weekend, what can our audience expect? Are you going to be in your uh, tuxedo or are you going to be uh, wearing something else? Um, I'm going to be wearing something with Swarovski stones, so it's going to be very sparkly. Wow! <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. Very, very good. Yeah. All right, so that is uh, that is coming up this uh, this weekend. That is uh, is, is going to be at the Sangman Auditorium Performing Arts Center, uh, seven thirty tomorrow on Saturday. But then also, guys, going to be in Bloomington on Sunday. Is that correct uh, for for the three p.m. show there? Yes. Um, something else that we always uh, host right before the concerts are our concert comments, and so. Micah is going to be interviewed by Mark McDonald here in Springfield and then Laura Kennedy in Bloomington. And so we encourage our audiences to come early, uh, at least an hour early before the doors open. So 2 p.m. Sunday and 6.30 p.m. tomorrow night or tonight, whenever this airs. Um, and they'll get a very kind of intimate setting to really get to know more of the music that we're playing, um, Micah's background, Micah's uh, thoughts and um, feelings about the concert. So it's a very nice hour just to get to know 
um, the music and the performance. So we really encourage our audiences to join us for that. Very good. That is going to be right before the performance. Like Rachel said, make sure to get there early. Micah on the piano, Ken conducting. You guys, thank you so much for joining me. Break legs this weekend. It's going to be wonderful, I'm absolutely sure. Guys, thank you so much for joining me and hope to talk again soon. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you. So let's talk arts and entertainment on WMAY.